0: do you feel alone
1: even your mama doesn't love you
0: do you think you're weird
1: a bowling ball shouldn't be able
0: to fit in there do you have a secret i bet it's big true me with kevin and farah driven by secrets fueled by shame Farah, did your parents sit you down and talk to you about the birds and the bees?
1: My parents are so typically Asian that they literally just we were at the table they just pushed a book in front of me and then walked away and Like the a book, whole book? like not just even a, a pamphlet? Little, it's like 10 pages and there's like photos and it basically t- tells me like oh this is a vagina this is a penis they shouldn't meet until your marriage <laughs> like, Oh! That's like that was it
0: But there was no like verbal conversation There
1: no. was no verbal conversation What about you? Was there like pictograms? or oh like?
0: My, I remember this so vividly because i was outside the house with my dad just picking up dog poop because the dogs <laughs> had come out to poop and he was like uh kevin if you have sex with a girl you need to do this uh do you have pubic hair yet because what? if you check your penis and if there is hair coming out of your balls you need to do this
1: why does your dad sound like dr phil that's i don't
0: know <laughs> that's my impression of my dad and i'm clearly uncomfortable don't talk to me talk to someone else
1: what about you, Ashraf? <laughs> yes, how- Ash is back in the studio.
0: Wow. He is the founder and the person behind Burned, Burned app. Z-A-B. That's B-U-R-N-D. If you want to check about uh, and learn more about your sexual health, that's where you should go.
1: Yeah, but I'm curious. Mm-hmm. How did you learn about sex?
2: Oh God, it was one of the most awkward conversations in my life. I tell you, really, mine was quite pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Mine was horrible. My dad one day on a Sunday he told me. Let's go for a drive And I asked him Where are we going to go for a drive? He said Let's just go for a drive And he put me in the car I was—I think I was maybe like 16, 17 Like that He took me in the car He locked the car door And we went for a one hour drive And he told me Everything in the world About sex About uh, <laughs> HIV About God. STDs And everything And every second I was thinking Should I open the door And jump out of the car? <laughs> <laughs> And I saw. And you I, did. I saw a huge trailer coming close to me, and I was thinking, if I open the door right now and jump, I probably would die. I like how traumatic he is. <laughs> I know. And now he's like a medicine person. I'm like, oh. a
1: medicine person. That's, that's what I no, call him. No, that's fantastic. Out of the three of us, yeah. your conversation was, even though in terribly, terribly scary, it sounds like but it a But it lasted for an
2: hour. But it was yours like, had zero. No conversation com- whatsoever. Mine was like one minute.
1: Yeah, and yours was thorough.
2: Yeah, and and one thing that I really appreciated was uh. I mean, my dad went into a lot of details, uh, especially about HIV, about STDs and everything. And he said, no matter what, even if one day you come and you tell me that you're HIV positive, you always have a place in our home.
1: Oh my God! Is your is your dad a doctor?
2: Yeah, my dad's a doctor. Oh, I was about to ask. Ah, that. Yeah. I was like, why would he know so much about these
0: things? I'm like,
1: yeah, he's just a good parent. That's yeah. what he is. Yeah. yeah. So like, here's the thing about it. Because thinking about it, like, there is no other avenue to learn about sex in Malaysia unless it's via your family or your friends. Is this right?
2: Actually, you there's no avenue to learn about sex. Most of the time, people learn about this about sex online. Because mm-hmm. in, in, in Malaysia Yeah, to porn Because in Malaysia Families don't talk about sex It's something so taboo It's mm. like, oh my god You're talking about sex Yeah, of course And yeah. then with friends You get all kinds of Mixed information exactly. And so what do people do? They go back home They open their incognito <laughs> Website And they go in And they watch porn And they're like Okay, so that's what sex is
1: but that's an entirely altered view of sex, right? So as a teenager, your sort of your first exposure to sex is either choking a woman or, um, you know, calling what kind of
0: porn were you watching when you were you were a teenager?
1: I didn't see you any choking porn until
0: like two years ago.
1: Legit, one of the first porn I watched was I think it was trans. Uh, it was a uh, trans porn. Okay. Okay. I don't even know why that was like the. I'm like, this is the most interesting one to me. Click trans porn, and then it was choking an SNM, and she was getting slapped, and then he was getting slapped, and I was like, That's why I you... don't want to do this. Oh,
0: Farah, that explains so
1: much. I know my penis for one.
0: Uh, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Just get it checked out.
1: No, but that's uh, the thing. So, so like, um, if everyone's looking at porn, then how? You know what I mean? Like, like how are we getting ourselves? How should we get ourselves educated?
2: You see, because. Like what you said, porn gives you an altered version of sex It makes sex seem like it's the best thing in the world It's it's going to be clean, there's not going to be any accidents And the number one thing you see in porn is nobody uses condoms Exactly. Nobody uses condoms. Well, not a like gay porn.
0: look like a lot of them use condoms. There is, but now, barebacking is a big, big selling point for some videos as well. For example, every time a porn, uh, a adult film actor comes out doing bareback, porn He's like, oh, this person is doing it for the first time. Check it out right now. And it'll have like, it'll, it'll have like billions
2: of views. Yeah. And so th- there's this idea that that you don't have to use condoms. That's mm. that's the idea that, that that porn gives you a fantasy it's not reality it's not what really happens when you have sex yeah. with a person they don't in porn they don't explain to you what consent is yeah yes so yeah, now someone comes to your house like repair your table right? so, and yeah. yeah. you having sex yeah. yeah and then you immediately go down to your knees and suck that dick right yeah. there's no conversation about consent and so now you see people when when their boyfriends pressure them oh. to when pressure a girl to have sex the girl says okay Let's have Mm. sex. Mm. You see, there's no negotiation skills because we have not taught them any negotiation skills. Mm. So when the boyfriend says, I don't want to use a condom. Okay, great. Don't use a condom. She gets pregnant and the guy runs away.
1: (laughs) You see?
2: Because there's no negotiation. There's no one to tell you that if you have sex without a condom, not only can you get pregnant, there's the risk of getting so many different STDs is there. Mm. But because here... In in Malaysia and in a lot of other conservative countries, people don't want to talk about sex when it's something that is very natural.
1: Yeah, because of all the taboo and everything that's surrounding sex. When essentially we're all going to want it, we're all going to have to do it at some point, mm. right?
0: And it's scary because a, a lot of times when we talk about it, we don't tell the whole truth. So if we don't tell the whole truth to the people we talk to uh, about sex, uh, then what are we? How are we gonna? Educate ourselves How are we going to get An honest feedback So for example I may not tell you Farah That maybe I had Unprotected sex In the bathroom earlier With a complete stranger It's something that I wouldn't tell anybody But I did it So how do I Keep myself safe Or stop myself From doing something Of that sort I understand that uh, Ash, you have done this for a while. You go, you not not having sex in the back of a ga- gas station, but you know, going around doing anonymous testing. Is there any instances where people come in completely clueless about sexual health and how uh, protection is supposed
2: to work or help them? Oh yes, I've been doing anonymous testing for several years now, and when people come for anonymous testing, you hear the most funniest of stories, and you actually realize that grown adults. Who may be engineers, who may be lawyers, who may be teachers Lack education about sex So just two weeks ago, I conducted an anonymous testing on this uh, individual He comes in, he was very reluctant to get tested So I convinced him, I told him it's anonymous You are here, why not? Just get tested So when I asked him questions about his uh, uh, sex life The first question I asked, so how many sex partners have you had? And so he looks at me and he says Does that include my wife?
1: God damn
2: So then Okay, so then after he told me That it was five And I had to reserve I cannot give any moral judgment This is very straightforward Mm -hmm. So Then I asked him So do you use condoms? He said, yes, I use condoms all the time And then I asked him What do you mean by all the time? This is a question that people don't ask you see, because when you say use condom all the time, what do you mean by all the time? Because yeah. some people pull out halfway, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh,
0: uh, this does not feel that great. I'm going to take the condom off.
1: Mm.
2: And there was a new trend that came out last year called uh, stealthing, where people, when they, oh, they, wear, con- they wear condoms initially to, to convince you, okay, I'm wearing a condom, but halfway through sex, they pull off the condom. No. So No.
1: Yeah, that is yeah. a, that is a, it's quite popular in Europe, right. by the way. It's,
2: it's horrible.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: It's a new trend and it has affected Isn't so it many people. called pausing or something.
0: Sorry. So what is it called? There's a word for Stelting. it. Stealthing. It's called. Okay. That's the like term. Stealth. Mode, you stealth mode, you know? mode. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, because here's the thing about it. Here's really screwed. It's this is screwed up because this is something I'm not educated about. I don't know. I didn't know anything about stealthing, and the, because I don't know it, I'm not going to be able to protect myself in that situation. Because now I'm going to be like every five minutes I'm changing a position. I'm like, let me see that dick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that's important because you want to be aware of the the, the trends of people of, you know, like latest hookup culture. You're like, okay, I might be a little bit uh, modest and I don't go out that much, but... What happens when you do go out? What happens if that one time your friends convince you to go to a birthday parties and you hook up with someone? How do
2: you protect yourself? That's why sexual education is important. Because it, it's, it's just one event. One event could be the, the the thing that makes you pregnant or the thing that makes you have an STD or the thing that makes you have HIV. It's, it not. You don't need to have sex 100 times. It's just that one time yeah. that you forget to use protection is the one time when things can go wrong. It takes that's one person so that one night. That's it. Yeah. yeah.
1: We're going to take a short break and when we come back we're going to find out of avenues of how we can educate ourselves and why that's important.
0: Ash, you studied in Malaysia, didn't you? Yes, I did. Primary school and high school. Yeah. So, what do you think about our sex ed system?
2: I think right now we don't have much in terms of sex education and the any bits of sex education we get is very prejudiced and very biased. Mm-hmm. It focuses on pure abstinence, which that clearly doesn't work Because if if that theory Of abstinence works We wouldn't have Teen pregnancies mm. We wouldn't have Teenagers Coming in Having HIV Having STDs So it's very prejudiced And it gives you guilt The The type of sex education We have right now Is prejudiced And guilt based That you are supposed To wait Until mm-hmm. you're married So when people Have sex before then They don't know What to do Yeah, You see They don't know How to keep themselves Protected They don't know How to negotiate What do you want from this relationship?
0: And what do you do after? If you have a one-night stand and if you want to go get tested, but you're ashamed of it because your society or your surrounding, the people around you tell you that, oh, you've had a one-night stand, you're a dirty little bitch. We
1: don't even have to even go all the way up to the one-night stand. It's like, how do you go buy condoms? Do you know what I mean? There is such social stigma. There's such, you know, the fact that you're so afraid of being judged every step of the way.
0: Uh, Farah, people see you as a Muslim woman. Yeah, sometimes very, right
1: yeah depending on on the tudung i'm wearing on that day but yeah, yeah i see what just- you <laughs>
0: you never wear one <laughs> yeah. but uh, like do you ever have problems buying purchasing condoms from convenience yeah, stores
1: it doesn't have to be like whether it be condoms i'm on birth control pills and that's that's for non-sexual reason mm-hmm. but i'm on birth control pills and i get judged when i go to the pharmacy when i wanted to buy condoms i remember i was like the Like, when I was a teenager, da-da-da, and like not teenager, I was like 19 or 20, and I went to a convenience store in Sabajaya, I went to go buy condoms, and like, you know, it was like a a regular day with a snicker bar, whatever, whatever, and the guy literally wrapped up the condoms. My immediate thought was that he was more embarrassed of me having sex than me being overweight and eating chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
0: wrap up that snicker bar! Wrap up the
1: snicker bar, girl! I need to wrap up this body! But it's the idea that just that one move made me feel a little bit less confident, and... In 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 just one thing, like I was like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't be having sex. Maybe I am too young. Maybe, you know, and even though I am a super, like I, I have my I ha- I'm very opinionated. I have my own ideas. But just that small moment made me feel a little lesser. Mm. You know, so how do we navigate through this? There are cultural, Stigmas. There are co- like we, Malaysia. We say that we are this harmonious mix of cultures, but having these cultures actually truly affect situations like this. So how do we circumnavigate around
2: this? Yeah. So just going on to the point about the condoms. Even right now, a lot of the correspondence that I get from Malaysian teens who are below the age of eighteen is that they are scared of going to buy condoms, and so when I try to. To ask them So what is the better Alternative then If you're scared of Buying condom What is the alternative And they all Unanimously say Have sex without a condom So <sighs> that is posing That is going to pose A big issue As time goes on Yeah So what we actually need Is to educate people And the idea that When you talk about sex It makes people Want to have sex No mm. That, that has never been proven anywhere That just a conversation about sex Or having sexual Sex, edu- sex education Is going to make you want to have sex But what we need Is to, we need to equip The next generation Because this uh, our generation has passed mm-hmm. We have grown up So we cannot re-educate
1: yeah. us
2: So the next generation that comes Needs to be educated And given non-prejudiced Non-biased information about sex That this is what sex is. If someone pressures you to have sex and you don't want to have sex, what do you do? Yeah. yeah. What is the concept of consent? What is rape? There are
0: stories and news articles every day about, you know, school children bullying each other into, like, giving blowjobs to a more senior student. And, you know, like, for someone, if you did not know what that was, then how are you going to navigate through that situation?
1: Yeah, I have a question. Now, like, because I know that when I was a kid, the last thing I wanted to do was talk to my teachers about having sex, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I, I understand, like, my parents' point of view where it's really, really awkward and strange. Is it possible for a parent or even a teenager, uh, a parent to bring their child or a teenager to go with her friends or whatever to a clinic or a doctor or, like, a sexual health clinic and just to sort of find out a little bit more to get themselves educated?
2: Well, in terms of that, right now in Malaysia, we don't have... Adolescent clinics, mm. which you can go and get this information or get tested without parental consent. Mm. So, when the issue of parental consent comes in, then people don't want to get tested. Mm. especially the younger generation and that is why places like in the US the UK have opened up their clinics for anyone above the age of 12 to get tested without parental consent so there are some places like if you go to PT Foundation in KL where you can actually ask questions they won't do a test for you because of the law in the country but you can ask questions about sex you can also get free condoms mm-hmm. places like PT Foundation and uh, FHda in Penang actually distribute free condoms to people so if you are if you want to have sex and you You are scared of buying condoms You can go to these places And get condoms And also Mm -hmm. get the information That you want
1: I just want to say No age is too young In the sense where If you actually really Genuinely are curious If you know of your niece Or nephew Or your own children If they're curious Go up to these outlets Go and get yourself educated One of the most interesting things That we brought up today Was the concept of pleasure Um, I think without education We don't really We can't wrap our heads Around pleasure When we watch porn Mm -hmm. Everything seems so incredibly pleasurable until yeah. you actually have sex. And it almost seems when you're younger, you're chasing- And then your pizza boy
0: stops delivering your, your pizza p- because exactly, you-, you guy. Yeah, <laughs> you, you just sexually traumatized them.
1: Exactly. But the idea is that you, you constantly you are chasing for this high that you're never really going to get. And the more realistically we talk about the se- sex, the more realistic our expectations are. Yeah. And I think that's really important.
0: And I think that's why it is so- refreshing even for farah and myself were so animated mm-hmm. in the studio in the last couple of weeks because this entire month we've been you know talking about sexual health and sexual awareness and today we're talking about sexual education so thank you so much ash for joining us again and we hope you had a good time yeah. it's my pleasure i had a wonderful time Thank yeah. you If someone wants to get in touch With what
2: you're doing All they need to do Is to check out the Burn app There's a link to the website Am I right? Check out uh, the app On the Apple App Store Or the Google Play Store We link you to our website And you can contact me Anytime through the website My email is there Contact me If you have any questions Anything that you need to know We will I usually respond In less than 24 hours
1: Whoa. The app is
2: spelled
0: B-U-R-N-D Thank you so much for tuning in We're going to talk to you Next week
1: so if you liked what you were just listening to, just do that again. <laughs> if you like what you were just listening to, please like us on our Facebook page at Ice Kaching My. Um, you can also do the same on our Instagram and t- reach out to us over there. You can reach out to Kevin at Mr. Kevin Chong and to me at OMG Farah. That was it.